Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hi, this is Max. This is a Bob and Sherry Fun Size podcast, a friend of the show and a guy who'd been on our show, I don't know, several times, uh, passed away unexpectedly. Of course, we're talking about Bob Saget. And um, I thought on the Fun Size episode this week uh, that I would replay the interview that Bob and Sherry did with his last appearance on our show, which was, best I can tell, 2017. So here it is. We're so pleased to welcome back to the Bob and Sherry studio actor and comedian Bob Saget. Thank you, thank you, Bob. And you know, you guys look so good. Between you you two, and you know, between the fact that your ex-wife is named Sherry and that we both went to Temple, I mean, I might as well just have your baby. Yeah, (laughs) you were a house. I went to Temple, but yeah, I went to Temple too. We know this. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. So we're always glad to have you back here. I'm going to write you a check when this is over. Oh, excellent! Hey, that's the first time I've heard that from a man. That's kind of exciting for me. No, I'm known for that. Everybody's like, will you please be my ex <laughs> You were in such a good mood so early, you know? I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I'm what's in a very the deal good there? Pla- well, I, I wake up charged with energy to fight all the negativeness of the day. So I, I want to make people laugh and I want to yeah. have fun. So I've been out on a stand up tour crazy like six months and uh, doing a lot of press. So seeing you guys is like fun for me and because I, I, uh, I like it here. But I like everywhere around here. I'll be touring everywhere. You were saying that you have to wake up every day and take on the negative, doesn't it? It's not my imagination. Doesn't it seem like it's worse than it's been? Like oh, it definitely, because all ever. of our news is negative, and all we're doing is trying to find uh, lies, which aren't hard to find, and then it gets upsetting, and then you don't want to. And I don't. I'm not. A poli- like I'm not a political satirist. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. arguing with each other is the new national sport. And that's not what it's supposed to be. I mean, roasting years ago, my I lost my friend, the great Don Rickles, and he yeah. was yeah. like a dad to me. And he would make fun of people, but then it was always love at the end of it. it yeah, was, it was, we, we had Bob Newhart in here one day. Oh and, my god! And Bob was uh, talking about Don Rickles. Yeah, and a lot of folks didn't realize they were such good friends because they are so polar opposites, at least as far as what. The public perceives. Yeah. John Stamos and I went on Jimmy Kimmel about three weeks ago, and we did a tribute to Don. Mm -hmm. And then on the way there, I called Bob Newhart, and I said, I I need you to replace him. Because we were joking, Mm -hmm. but we were sad. Yeah. And he goes, I'll I'll, I'll do that. (laughs) I learned a lot from him. What I learned from him is to entertain the people. And I learned it from Rodney Dangerfield, and I learned it. Even from Richard Pryor, people that I knew, I, I know I'm name dropping really fast right now. How do, how do you learn that? How do you learn to name drop? To, no, no. <laughs> Let me just jump you just in. You kind of have no personality of your own, so you mention other people. All I'm going to do is name people I know that are famous, alive and dead. Have you been beaten on the airlines anywhere with all this traveling? 
Um, not really. I mean, <laughs> beaten like sports. You mean thrown off a plane? Like dragged Physi- off. Physically well, beaten. I actually, yeah. I pay people to drag me off of planes. <laughs> I pay girls to uh, just drag me through my house. <laughs> now, I actually have a girlfriend now and a wonderful, and oh, she's great. a woman. She's a grown up. Great. Which is Where new. did you meet her? Uh, well, um, you know. Through a friend, actually, uh, radio guy Rokan in Chicago. That's a good way to meet people. If it, you can meet, yeah, because they come a little bit vetted, you know. Yes. What, what did you mean by she's a woman? Well, I've I've never been known to date. You ever watch Entourage when I was on? Uh-huh. Oh, it, yeah. that, that was like a you know a blown up version of me. But I dated people that were too young, and mm-hmm. you know, in, in in L.A. they say you know uh, half your age plus seven, and you're you know you're within good. Good rules, you know. Nobody's going to talk badly. About the, no, the, but that's that's ridiculous because yeah. it still is. You know, you're still. Yeah, they were in junior high when you were. Um, <laughs> I know when you were high. I know, and, um, <laughs> and it's a drag at this stage in your life helping your girlfriend with her homework too. You know, you want someone that doesn't have a mm-hmm. test tomorrow morning, right? And I hate when she finds the plaid skirt from the <laughs> previous girlfriend and the matching lunch. It's so awful. What, what oh, does the, what does she do for a living? She's a cooking. Uh, she has a show called Eat Travel Rock. Bob, your fans from all over the country and other parts of the world are ringing in to tell you they love you. That's so nice. Are they, are they blocking the mean people? There are no mean people no, this morning on not Facebook not on the show. We, we have very few mean people. Because you're nice people. We people are. People listen to you yeah. because you're easing. You're, you're doing what I think I'm doing or I'm trying to do, which is entertain people. It's it's amazing that they really need something to get them off of this news rant. Right. Before you go to bed, if you turn on the news, no matter what. <laughs> Nightmares. You can put on CNN. You can put on Fox. You can put on anything. And, and you are... Comedians are the people I turn to. I would rather get my news from John Oliver and mm-hmm. and Seth Meyers and Bill Maher and and mm-hmm. and, and of course uh, uh, Stephen Colbert. You know that's I, those are my newscasters right now because mm-hmm. I can't take the pain of everyone yelling at once and mm-hmm. everyone calling everybody a liar. It's like high, it's like elementary school. I know it's shocking, isn't it? It is not what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be uh, humanity. But yeah. I understand everybody's frustration because these are all real problems. So I do my comedy and it's not for a 16 year old it actually is for 16 year olds my it's very immature what i do and i I, I do a lot of musical comedy and i have always done it for i've been doing stand-up for 43 years so is the comedy thing the stand-up thing uh what you when you were a teenager first focused on or was it i want to be an actor because i mean you've got a lot of different skills it was i'm directing a movie again i directed a bunch of movies over Uh the years i directed dirty work uh, which was mcdonald arnie lang Uh chris farley's last movie he was beautiful and and i'm uh doing it again i'm out of director jail so i go in because you're spending someone else's money a lot yeah and i'm developing a new series which is more acting but i love directing i think the most i won a student oscar when i was in uh college at temple university yep and a uh, student at? oscar is the same as an oscar but it has acne that's the joke <laughs> it's not a good joke but it, it throws you but um i just love I it, love the arts, you know. I love uh, painting nudes funny, of myself. Though, because <laughs> the show business puts you in a box, right? So you started out as a director, student Oscar. Then you kind of got like, oh, well, here's the guy who's a funny actor on TV. Well, what happened was and actually, then people were shocked by your stand-up. You really get boxed in. Well, yeah, you do. People want to believe the last thing. They don't like to see people change, and it's understandable. They like to mm-hmm. pigeonhole someone. Which I don't know why who came up with that statement, but it doesn't sound good. But I, I, I was I, <laughs> the, the first thing I did was a CBS Morning News. I was on against uh, Today Show and Good Morning America, and before that, I was in a Richard Pryor movie, and that was an R-rated. What movie. did you do in the CBS Morning News? I was I 
my third God. co-host. It was called The Morning Are you kidding Program. Me? No, I was with Marriott Harley and Roland Smith. And they so fu- you were the funny guy that would yeah, they fired me. It. They fired me because I was too light. So I was too uh, too uh, edgy for morning television. So uh-huh. then I got the part in uh, Full House. Did that for eight, you know eight years, but yeah. but the first year I got the video show and that changed the world. That was yeah. before YouTube. And then uh, I went off and directed for like four years and then did a bunch of different series. And, so Chris, Chris and here Farley, I am this morning. Chris Farley. I saw a thing on HBO on him the other night. Yeah. And, uh, I am Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in that. And I, I, I right. was, I, I really, uh, did you know that, him. that he was really well, it was on, pretty, a bad, on a bad path that during when you were directing? him. It was pretty obvious throughout his whole life. That yeah. He was, he was headed down that, um, you know, he idolized John Belushi. Yeah, right. Exactly. Some people idolize people and they shouldn't idolize their lifestyle, but yeah, but yeah. he was, a, a he was troubled and, uh, he was hilarious and yeah. beautiful and we don't need to lose any more funny. People. No, you're right about that. We, we, you know, some of the, and there are some really great people and, and, yeah. and that are doing it now that are alive yeah. that, um, that I love more than anything. I'm actually doing a benefit coming up in Zach Galifianakis and Jimmy Kimmel and Bill Burr and Ray Romano are all going to help. You know, these are these are good. These are really yeah. good people. It's yeah. a show business in full of a bunch of slime. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Bob and Sherry Fun Size. Um, with all of our podcasts, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks. 